Right. Told my teacher, dumb bitch, I'm gonna get millions Watch this. In the project living, Damn. spoke it till existence Voila. More change than 50, got more cars than Diddy oh God. I only weigh 180, but my watch cost 250 Slam. 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 Yeah. It will be influenced Especially now yes. Especially, Right now is a great time for that You know, we have a lot of silence right now Because everybody's like, well, what the fuck should I say? You know why they're thinking, what the fuck should I say? Because they've been taught to be performers, just like mm. I was talking about with the Gary thing earlier. They've been taught to be adult performers. So now they don't know what to say because everything they say is predicated on their brain wanting approval from other people. Right. And this is how it ties back all to having real self-confidence. You need to look at what you believe, whether, you know, and, and fuck what's popular in society. Fuck what everybody's saying. Doesn't matter what I'm saying. Doesn't matter what Trump's saying. Doesn't matter what. Black Lives Matter saying it doesn't fucking matter. What do you say? What do you say? And where did you get the information from? Where, you know, we have a big problem in society right now with one being really nervous about saying anything. And, and by the way, this is all intentionally imposed on our society. Oh, I have no doubt. Yeah. But what the fuck you think the masks are for? Let's be real. Okay. A lot of people are like, well, you lost me there. Well, that's because I'm smart. <laughs> All right. But the thing is here is that we have a situation where people are not capable of actually addressing the issues that they have within themselves. And because they're not able to address the issues and think for themselves, they don't know what to say. And instead, they resort to, to saying what's going to get them the likes or the comments or the this. Yeah. Uh, I, I hate to break it to you guys, but Instagram is a fucking app on your phone. It shouldn't control your thought process. It shouldn't control your life. It's just, it's an out, like for me, I look at Instagram, social media. So I've been doing this for, we started about the same time, I think actually with, with this stuff, with you with MFCEO and me with Order of Man stuff. Um, and I've actually found and developed my thought process and my voice and identified my values and the things that are important through sharing them. All right. Oh, absolutely, bro. So if I went back five years, dude, I would, I'm not even going to listen to my podcast from five years ago. So I'm sure I would say things that now I'd cringe about like, yeah, but, but I've earned where I am today too. And in five years or 10 years, I'll look back at today on this podcast and think, what the hell was I talking about? Yeah. But that's, that's the process you have to go through. If you want to, if you want to find your, you don't get to find it. That's probably a better way of saying it. You don't find your voice. You develop it. You articulate it. Dude, that's the whole fucking theme of the show. That is it. That's the biggest nugget you'll take from the show. Finding your voice is not finding it. It's developing it. And you develop it through what? Consuming, consuming yes. different kinds of intelligence. All right. From credible people. Not your bro that you went to fucking <laughs> high school with that's posted some ridiculous meme on the internet. It's about actually looking for the facts and then developing a worldview based upon those facts mm -hmm. dude i was just talking about this in my instagram story a few days ago you know <clears throat> the reason most people struggle in life is is because they cannot understand the difference between their beliefs and actual facts yeah they, most people's egos block their ability where they think their beliefs are the facts fact, yeah. when in reality the facts are the facts Right. You don't get to decide the facts. Yeah. The facts are they don't the facts. change based on how you feel. Correct. About it. And so most people spend their whole life making decisions from an emotional place, an idealistic place. Mm -hmm. All right. Instead of taking a realist viewpoint, which is what the show's about and looking at the facts and then standing on those. See, guys, because I've been getting a lot of heat. They're like, fuck, dude, you're, you're bragging about always being right. Well, yeah, motherfucker, because I am. But the reason I brag about it is to show you how to think. I'm trying to present to you. And it's, to share it. That's right. That's, I tell them. I'm like, look, this is no fucking magic. This is how I'm always right. I'm right because I look at the facts. I develop an opinion based upon the actual facts, not how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. And then I move. And that, that applies to my business life, too. Like, dude, what if I made all these business decisions based on my emotions? You know, let's say there's another... Uh, company out there that i fucking hate i hate them and i make every decision based around get them how much i hate them <laughs> well you're not going to make good decisions no because your your motivation is on how you feel and your decision making is how you feel not based on what's real right and so 
we can argue and we can kick and scream and we can fight and we can throw tantrums and we can cancel and we can do all these things, but that still doesn't make it the fucking facts. Mm-hmm. And if you stand on the motherfucking facts, you will rarely be wrong. And guess right. what? If you are wrong, you can always say, well, that's what the data said at this point in time. And this is how I made my decision. So it appears that the data was wrong. Well, and then you also—that's okay. That's fine. You also give yourself permission to pivot when the data suggests something else. Correct. Because if you just go on your emotions, like I'm pissed or I'm this or I'm feeling this way, like you don't really have much room to develop or evolve your train of thought. That's right. But if you say, "Hey, the data said this, so I made decisions based on this," yeah, and then I got new data, so naturally, what I believed changed. Yes, because the inputs changed. Yes, but people tie way too much of. They write, they, they sink their, people are so, they desire so much to be right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, like, I would rather be the guy who wins than be the guy who's right. Yes. You know what I mean? And so you have to make a decision. Yeah. Like, do you want to be the guy who, you know, you're going to sink your heels in and you're always right? Because you, you could do that. You're going to end up on an island by yeah. yourself. Yeah. Because everybody's going to see what you're doing. It's very obvious to most people when they do that. Or are you going to be the person that is okay with being wrong, but comes out on the winning side? Yeah. And I could tell you this. If you want to be financially successful, you got to be the latter. You cannot be the former. And so, you know, put watching this whole scenario go down with society, right? And all these people ignoring the, the, the data that is literally there for them to see everywhere regarding COVID and masks and all this shit. Okay, the corruption. Like, dude, we see we see these videos coming out of political candidates saying ridiculous shit, and people. I'm talking about Biden, by the way, and they just look the other way, like he didn't fucking say it, right, mm-hmm. motherfucker. That's what he believes, and he's been saying if it. He's for saying 40, it. He's been for saying that it long. for forty years. Right. You know, just because you want that to be wrong doesn't make it wrong, and if you choose to like go with that you're making a terrible decision for yourself. Yeah. And so, and that's not just with this situation, it's with all situations. And this is why most people struggle financially because they don't make logical, factual decisions. They make decisions based upon, oh, my boss came in and he treated me bad today. Well, fuck, what'd you do? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. You know, and, and if you didn't do anything, was he having a bad day? Did he have to put his dog down earlier in the day? You don't fucking know. Right. Now, if it's a consistent yeah, if problem. Yeah, over and over again. That's okay. right. Then Got that's, you know what? A different that's job. The, that's yeah. a difficult conversation to have yeah. with him. Hey, I don't like the way that I'm being treated. Yep. And you can have those conversations. And people just, you know, instead, they fucking take it and take it and take it and take it. And then they go online and say, I'm fucking get him. You know? And that's, dude, that doesn't help you. It doesn't help that person. It Anybody. doesn't help anything. Yeah. It's like acting like a fucking child. Yeah. So, you know, well, that's I what I see with these statues is, yeah. is like, oh my God, at this point, it's just, it's temp. It's, it's the same way. My six year old or my four year old, my four year old, he gets pissed. You know what he does when he's pissed? He goes up Break and he shit. scratches you. Yeah. Like he'll go yeah. up and he'll either pinch you or scratch you. And he's four. Yeah. And that's what these people are doing. Yeah. Bro, You'll, there's things that maybe, all right, let's look at it this way. Maybe there's some things that, you should legitimately be upset about. I agree. Maybe there's some things that we legitimately need to address. I agree. But you acting like a little bitch or a little child is not going to get anybody onto your side. Not only that, it pushes people away from hearing like, what the fuck they, you have to say. Well, it's think, repulsive. What's even bigger than that, man, is, is I call it, you know, everybody knows the definition of insanity, right? And so when we give the same exact reaction. Well, hold on. Not everybody knows it, apparently. Well, I mean, dude, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, apparently not, right? But I mean, we're given the same exact reaction to the same situations, expecting a different outcome. DJ, it's insane. That's insanity, bro. I show you. I've shown you a number of posts I wrote in two thousand fucking thirteen. It's wild. Saying the same motherfucking shit. It's wild. You know, it's like stuff that still holds weight today. Yeah. It, no, I could have wrote it today. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, is like a, a few of them. You know, but the the problem is, is like. Dude, we're not growing. No. We're not growing. And you know why we're not growing? Because we don't have any real leaders actually showing people how to grow. We have a government that is both on the left and the right in a position of power over. It's become a, it's become a, a system where it's more like they're ruling us than they represent us. Representing yep. and working with us. And that's dangerous, man. It is. You know, and, and a lot of people make this a Republican-Democrat thing. I don't see it that way at all. I see it as an American thing. 
versus people who are un-American. Right. You know? And both sides of the idol, idol on the on the political both spectrum. Sides. I mean, you look at Democrats, you look at Republicans. I I I do not see leaders, man. I I don't. It's disheartening. It's frustrating. I can also understand. I can understand the frustration with America that certain people have mm -hmm. that are not on the same side I'm on. I can too. Right? Of course. And the reason I can understand it is because and this is people are going to get mad about this. The, the you know the patriots. Well, I'm a motherfucking patriot, guys. Just so you know, those people. You know, you have to understand perspectives, okay? And if you are someone who is upset with the country, right, and you don't see any leaders actually doing anything to fucking change it, well, what can you do? You can break shit, right? You know, and so we we have a leadership problem in our country. That comes from decades and decades and decades and decades. And I don't think it's Trump. Trump's been there three fucking years. So a lot of people are like, oh, dude, it's fucking Trump. This, all, this whole culture thing started yeah. with Trump. If you think it's really? Trump, it, you're, you're not getting, the, you're not understanding it. This is, this is a system. You want to talk about systematic problems? Because that's the topic right now. Right. This Systems, is a systematic yeah. cultural problem yep. in the ruling class of this country. Mm -hmm. We were never meant to have a ruling class. We were meant to have representatives. And the people representing us right now, because there's a lack of term limits and a desire to become career politicians and create personal wealth through that path, which shouldn't be allowed to happen, by the way, that's basically poisoned the well. And so we, you know, no matter what side you're on, no matter, no matter, no matter where you stand on everything, it's hard to look at the people who represent us and have faith in them at all. Of course, you know, and, and that goes for the Republicans and the Democrats. The Republicans had an opportunity to stand the fuck up and fix shit and stop this shit from happening. But they all pushed out. You know what I'm saying? They, yep. they, they don't have any spines. Weak, weak cowardly. Yeah. And you know why? Because they're getting paid from all these other special interest groups on the back end that nobody knows about. And they're making decisions based upon their own personal pocketbook yeah. instead of making decisions about what's good for me and you and you and you. Yeah. You know, and so, dude, until we get some real leadership and I think. I think there's a real chance, and man, I'm not, I'm not wrong about a whole lot of shit, but I think there's a real chance that in the next election, not this one, but the next one, we're going to see a whole bunch of regular people come, like just yeah. like back in the, back in the old be, the days. Way it should be, yeah, like, like back in the George Washington days. Like I think we're going to have a bunch of real people yeah. that try to make a run at being president, which you I should think do is it out of a awesome. sense of yeah. obligation, bro. Like like so, some sense of not obligation, but no, like, no, responsibility, like, duty. Maybe. It's duty. duty. That's right. Yes. Dude, that's a better so, word. So, you know, I get asked a lot. They're like, yeah. dude, have you ever thought about running for office? Well, no, I did. I haven't, but I am starting to think like, well, maybe I'm the only motherfucker that could fix this shit. Yeah. That's a duty. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like doing it. And I imagine too, if you ran for office from well, you, a financial perspective, it would be that terrible, would not help you. Terrible decision. Which actually makes it more reasonable Correct. for everybody else. Right. It's a terrible decision for me personally. Yes. First of all, it's a downgrading quality of life. I give away all the things I actually like. I'm a very private person. I like being alone. You I, subject yourself to all sorts of ridicule yeah, that you don't right. have. To I have yet. to argue with dumb fucks all day long, which, you know. And give them your number yeah. to, to be able to do it. Right. And your email exactly. address. <laughs> dude, and the thing is, is like, and, and look, dude, I'm not saying I'm the guy, but I'm saying there's someone out there like me who needs to fucking fill, fill that role. And that is the reason I like Trump. People are like, well, how can you fuck? Well, dude, what the fuck did he give up to yeah. come? Why would he do this? Like, you guys are missing the whole point here. Why would he give up? That dude had the most ballerous lifestyle on the face of the planet. And now what's he do? He sits in a fucking house that's not even as cool as his regular house and gets yelled at. Right. Like, that fucking sucks. Nobody wants to do that. But, dude, if you really love what this country stands for, and you, I could see why he did it because, like, dude, look at his life. He was able to build this incredible life. The only thing I could think that's going on in his head is, like, man, no, I, here's what I think is going on. And, dude, look, people think, oh, he's a fucking tyrant. He's a this, he's that. Um, I think, really, honestly, what is in his head is, and I think this was back in the day, and this is why you saw him switch from Democrat to Republican and run under the main party, was uh, if, I, if somebody doesn't do something, we're fucked. Yeah. And I'm willing to give up my cush lifestyle in service of America. That's, that's how I see it. And I don't see him like really favoring either party. 
I see him being a guy who cares about the fucking constitution of the United States. Yep. And dude, if you don't like him because he brags or he does this, you got to realize like that's what he's from New York. He's a fucking New Yorker. He talks direct. He, he makes jokes. Well, and could you imagine what it would look like if there wasn't a fighter in the office? Bro, country would be done. Done. It'd be done. You know, that's why I laughed about like people. Hillary tweeted the other day. If I had done this, we, it would have been handled better. Lady, if you had been here, <laughs> our country would already be, we'd already be at war. Right. With each other. Right. On purpose because you want it. Mm-hmm. You know? So, dude, I don't know, man. Like, I'm excited about where America's going to go. I really am. Because I think once we get through this difficult time, I think people are waking up. I think they're seeing um, the, the, the leftists for what they are. Um, and I'm not saying, dude, if you have liberal viewpoints that you're a bad person. But I'm saying culturally, there's a problem with that side of the fucking party that's very, very bad right now. And it, and it ties in with the media. It ties in with the fucking most wealthiest people in the world. And it ties in with the, with the far left. And so if you're someone that sits over on that side, because we do, because I'm, I consider myself sort of a moderate. You, you got to let it go, man. Like, because this is about our freedom and our America yeah. and this and that. And we got to, we got to start unifying in that regard and stop arguing about whether you're a motherfucking donkey or an elephant. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't like, if you really believe in a donkey symbol or an elephant symbol, your fucking brain is fucked up. That's, that's part of the problem is a two party system. Yeah. I, I, my, my hope is that uh, the independent party will become a more viable party. And people will actually, hopefully, have to start looking at what people are saying versus yeah. voting straight, you know, straight yeah. party. Just yeah. par- like, party loyalty, what, yeah. Do you, do you agree with what that guy, 80% of what that well, guy says? Do you agree with 70% of what that guy says? This is where I love the fucking, where we are technology-wise, though. So, I total, I, I'm not a very, I don't really like like technology. It's not my thing. I'm not, in, I'm not like a tech Like dude. a tech guy, yeah. No, not yeah. at all. Like, <laughs> at all. And I'm, I, I prefer to, like, default all decisions with technology to other people. I fucking hate it. So, the, the one thing I love about it, though, is that all these dudes created these, these tech platforms, you know, the Twitter, the Facebook, this, that, the other, this, 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 and then they censor the fuck out of it, right? Mm-hmm. And what they're doing unknowingly is they're actually awaking America up. Oh, yeah. And, and what the fuck is, is what's going to be great about it is that, you know, we're going to have, we have now a new dialogue that was not included in mainstream media or social media that's starting to happen on the street level. And it goes along with what you just said, you know, and, and I think society was sort of asleep for a long time because all we had was MSM, right? We had mainstream media. That's it. Right. Well, then the internet came along, right? And we gave a whole bunch of other people a voice and we say, oh, well, that sucks because we're listening to the dumbest people. Yeah, but everybody's got a voice. And so what that's created is some, some individuals who have stood up and said like some really good shit mm-hmm. that are just regular people. Yeah. Right. And so now we're all starting to like awaken together. Like, like, you know, it's funny because the left likes to call themselves woke when they're the most fucking asleep motherfuckers on the face of the planet. <laughs> but we are having a, an awakening, uh, to how we can actually become a, a grassroots type country like we used to be mm-hmm. right which i think is fucking great man um you know we're, we're what would we have heard let's just say it was 15 years ago and, and you're old enough to remember this right what would we have been talking about had the situation been going on 15 years ago with no social media we'd be fucking terrified Yo. we'd be in our basements with fucking the world is going to end, bro, the, the apocalypse, everything. Bro, it right. would be total control. Yep. And what's happening right now is like the, like, I mean, you saw the video of Los Angeles, right? Where they yeah, shut off the all fireworks. the fireworks. I yeah. was just thinking that. I thought that was fucking awesome. It was crazy. Yeah. So, and by the way, they should just go in and remove that guy from his post. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, that's not America. We're not, in a, we're, America is not, you do this, or I'm going to fucking find you. That mm-hmm. was what it was like before it became America. Mm-hmm. All right. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's a lot of people out there that will fucking die to not let it go there. And, and a lot more than people think. And so I think it's beautiful that we're having all kinds of people who used to identify with an elephant or a donkey that are now like, dude, fuck all this shit, man. I'm going to start listening to some motherfuckers with some common sense. Yep. And that's cool as fuck because now we have a scenario where 
maybe not. Th- I still think we need a lot of purging um, in terms of like getting rid of some of these. Like we need to be voting out every motherfucker that's been in office longer than fucking eight years. Of course. On both sides of the that's party. That's the starting point. The, the starting point this November is anybody who's been in office, regardless of Democrat or Republican, for longer than eight years, vote against them. That's my official position. I don't care if they've done good. I don't care if they've done bad. I don't care. Get them out. Because we have to, we have to start getting in people who are there to serve yeah. and not there as a career. Eliminate that conflict Correct. of interest. So, and that would be my second, my second executive order that I would, I don't even know if you can make one on this, but I would, <laughs> I would tell the motherfuckers eight years. That's it. You're, you're back to society. Nancy Pelosi should not still be in Washington. Yeah, go be, go be productive. That's right. Somewhere else. Joe, Joe Biden should not. And you know what? If, 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 if Pelosi had those term limits, she wouldn't be fucking eating. $15 fucking tubs of ice cream and a $40,000 fucking fridge. No, she would not. And, and that's why they stay there. So, you know, there's a couple key things that could really change things for Americans. Um, but the main thing is learning to, to see the facts, learning how to communicate, being mm-hmm. okay with being wrong, voicing what you actually think, not what everybody thinks, um, voting against all these motherfuckers that have been in there forever. I mean, that's a good starting point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and starting to have actual conversations instead of just screaming and, and you know, and, and people, people say, well, you have to scream to be heard. Actually, when you scream and break shit, you just push everybody else away. No, one, and no if, one that doesn't agree with what you're doing right now is going to be open to agreeing with it. That's the point. Is if you yes. have to yell to be heard, you're talking to the wrong people. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you should, th- that's why these conversations work, right? Yeah, we can bro. sit here and even if we agree or disagree, we're not yelling at each other. We're like, no. all right, yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me hear that. Yeah. I don't agree with that, but let me hear what you're saying. Well, dude, I also think that they're showing, like, I also, I mean, I know this is true. Like, if you look at what they show you on TV and what reality is, it's two different things. Man. Yeah. Like, dude, if you go out in the real world and, dude, we live in St. Louis, man. St. Louis is a fucking, is like the epicenter of a lot of this shit. Mm. All right. People don't hate each other on the street. I'm just telling you right now. A lot of people are saying, St. Louis is fucking war zone. It's, uh, uh, we have some crime issues. There's no question, but I'm going to tell you right now, the black people and the white people here and all that, they're friendly to each other. They're right. nice to each other. Right. We treat each other with respect. And for the most part, 90% of the people here are fucking amazing humans. Mm-hmm. And, but the immediate, and this goes for everywhere. They show that 10%, 10% who are, it's not even 10%. It's probably like 2%. Less than that. Yeah. They, they zoom in on it and make it the world view. Right. Dude, you know how many friends fucking hit me up when they come into town? They're like, bro, do I need to like, where do I need to stay? What should I do? Like, That's where what I, I, I actually yeah. reached out to Emily. I'm like, hey, yeah. I don't, I don't want to get into protests or anything like yeah. that. So yeah. And dude, yeah. it's, it, it's sad because, you know, <clears throat> we're being brainwashed. Yeah. You know, we're attempting to be brainwashed. If we didn't have social media right now, as much as everybody hates it, we would all be brainwashed. Mm-hmm. That's what I was Social trying to say. Social media, podcasting. Yes. I was thought. I was talking with uh, a friend of mine, Pete Roberts, um, and I was actually talking with him and his son and another and one of his friends, and they were talking about kind of their viewpoints, and they were saying, "Yeah, we're going to be ultra conservative," and and we're kind of thinking about why that was the case because they say that this next generation is going to be like the most conservative generation there ever was, and part of the reason is, is because of access to information yeah. before it was like MSN, CNN. That's and that's all what's you had resulted to. in this gap of, of 16 to 25 year olds right now that are losing their fucking minds. Mm-hmm. That's what it's created. Yeah. And I, if you're in that age group, I'm not picking on you. I'm just saying they didn't teach you the facts and they told you a lot of shit that ain't true. And you need to take it upon yourself. Your to responsibility. Be able, that's right. Upon yourself to be a good leader amongst your little peer group yep. because your peers they don't know shit either. You know what I mean? And that look, dude, I'm not trying to pick on people. I got a lot of people that work here in this office that are of that age range and they're all great people. But dude, I've talked to them. I've had conversations with nearly any of them. Most of them don't know shit about like, like, dude, when Ulysses S. Grant statue got tore down, which pissed me the fuck off. I bet. Um, they don't understand why I would be so mad and they don't understand why. Well, and then when you explain it to them, they're like, no way. They don't even understand know, the history. I, they don't understand anything about it. I'm like, dude, yes way. Yes they're, way. They're like, they're like, no. That, they, so they tore that guy down? I'm like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just, it's 
If I were fucking 16 to 25 right now, I'd be fucking pissed at my schools. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pissed. Because, dude, they were brought up to not think at all for themselves. Right. Just do this. Yeah. Learn these things. Learn, you know, these these rules. And yeah. that's it. And if, you're a, young, for if you're a young man or woman in that age group and you're, and, and look, dude, we've all been that age. We, we, we think we know shit. We don't. Because you haven't lived long enough to actually have the personal experiences to actually know the truth. That's right. And so, I and bro, I was the same. Like I thought I was. All of us I, were. Yeah, that's I was. That's a, the. Part. I fucking. It's had a, immature. Dude, like, the younger I was, the stronger my opinions were on everything. <laughs> of course. Yeah. The more right you were. Oh, I was right. Yeah. You. You know. You fuck it. I, Andy was right. You know. What I'm saying? You guys think I think I'm right now. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I've calmed the fuck down. But 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 the funny thing was is back then I wasn't right. Right. I was you always thought wrong. you were. Yeah, I thought yeah. I was. And so, you know, if you're a young person and you're trying to figure out how what to think, don't d- dude, if you're just copying some shit off of somebody's social and adopting that as your viewpoint because you think they're cool, man, you're in for a long fucking hard ride in life. Well, and you don't know. The other thing I notice about social media is you don't know you don't know what you don't know that individual, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You don't, I you mean, don't even, know if that meme was made up by people in China exactly, or people in Russia you that have don't, no have, idea they, what's they going don't on. necessarily have our interests in mind. You have no idea. Yep. You don't think they can fucking make funny shit in English? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bro. This will be very fun. Yeah, <laughs> dude, these people are smart. They're not, they're good not stupid. Was that good? So like, <laughs> but we have to get good. to a point where we're able to critically think and observe and know what is actually going on. And like, yeah. dude, I hear all these quote unquote woke people being like, oh, the history of the United States is fucking fake. Well, Okay. You can, I will give you this. There's different perspectives depending on what side the fuck you were on. Yeah, right. Like if you were, if you were uh, on the losing side of the civil war, you probably have a different perspective than the people on the winning side. I've got a friend, in fact, in uh, South Carolina, and he says most, a lot of those people, they they still call it the war of Northern aggression. Yeah. And and if you look at that, what does that mean? That means they thought that they they were right. They, well, and the just, North was really trying to take trying away to attack right. them. Yeah. Yeah. That's their perspective, and there's people that still look at it that way. So, depending on where you grew up, what you learned, yeah, but that goes. I mean, that's like, like international too, right? Like, there's a different perspective of someone who is an American soldier mm-hmm. who is in Afghanistan, and someone who's from Afghanistan who was there when these motherfuckers just came in and started right. killing the bad guys. Right. Okay. So, like. Maybe some of those bad guys was their uncle or their aunt. May, you or there at, was collateral damage. That's and, correct. And a, and a so daughter or a to, son got killed. So we have to be able as Americans to see perspectives. So I will give you that there's always two perspectives on a scenario. Like, for example, like the big knock on, on General Grant mm-hmm. was that he owned slaves. Mm-hmm. And that's true. But did you also know that his family, who were pro-slave, he didn't allow to come to his wedding? Hmm. Did you also know that when he was broke and had no money to his name, instead of selling his slave, which could have got him a couple thousand bucks at the time, he let him go free. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's perspectives. There's nuance. And, yeah. and, there's, and this man, yeah. not only did he let that slave go free, he then became the guy who went and actually won the war to free the slaves. Right. He is credited with winning the fucking war. It's General Grant versus General Lee. Yep. That's. It's a famous thing. Right. And these, but that's a perspective, right? So you could shoot the perspective of he owned slaves. He was this, this, this. Or you could look at the truth and say what he actually did and say, wow, that's actually an inspirational story yeah. of personal growth. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what America's about. Well, I think the other part about that too, Andy, though, is like people have one, they'll, they'll take one little nugget of the truth. And that's all they want to hear. Right. They don't want to hear the other parts of it. They don't want to hear the whole story. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. I think that's what's happening right now is like, you know, they, people want conversations no, on dude, the table. No, dude, they want to ignore yeah. all the other things. But they only want some conversations on the table. Bro, we just talked about it an hour before the show about being from being Sicilian. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you not know that Sicilians were uh, basically slaves to the, the Moors? Mm. You know what color the Moors were? They're black. Black. 
All right. So like I'm Sicilian, bro. Yes. I didn't That's come a black here guy until, me winning. Shit. We we didn't <laughs> our family didn't uh immigrate to the United States till like the nineteen hundreds. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Right? So yeah. like where do I fall in all this shit? Right. Like, you know, like and and so we have to be able to identify that there's all these different perspectives and we're not able to do that right now. Well, and not to mention that the the past is the past and it doesn't make it okay. It doesn't make it entirely right. But no, you have, we have to, to recognize it. Well, and you have to look at it from the context of what it was 200 years ago. Yeah. Everybody, 200 years ago, everybody was racist. Yeah. Everybody. Every, and it wasn't. In today's terms. And it in wasn't, today's terms. In to, yeah. from, by today's yeah. standards, yeah. right. And it wasn't looked at as, as a character flaw. It right. wasn't looked at as necessarily wrong. See, I see that. And yeah. this is going to catch some heat, I'm sure. But see, I see that as, as a beautiful thing. I see right. that as growth. Because we've evolved. Yes. And recognizing that that's wrong, right. no matter who does it. I mean, we, I think we also got to throw in there, too. I mean, during, during those times, it was also socially acceptable to throw piss and shit out of your fucking windows. Yeah. Right into the street. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so times have changed. And wipe your hand with your ass. Yeah. You know? Wipe your ass with your hand. Yeah. I mean, you know, so so times have changed, you know, and I think I think if we don't give that credit, if we try to forget I mean, gonna, about that, it's going to repeat itself. I'm just saying, DJ, we're going to go back. I mean, we're going to go back to wiping, wiping our ass with our hands because apparently the toilet paper is hard to get. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's so, true. like, I'm just saying, guys, you know, you know, <clears throat> We have to do a good job in understanding perspective and growth. And we're not having that right now in society. And it's really hard to sit back and watch because there's always two sides to a story. And just because someone did, dude, every motherfucker out there that's accusing, like that's taking these stances on, you know, like look at the media right now. They're calling Mount Rushmore a fucking racist right. monument. But three right. years ago. But three years ago, it was beautiful. It was inspired. The same people. Right? Yes. Right. Yeah. Like, dude. And this is great because they're all just alienating themselves and everybody that's intelligent sees it. Yes. Um, yeah, they're calling themselves out. Yeah. Right. Dude, I have so many, I have so many people, my friends that are left, left guys, they're left wing friends. I have, believe it or not, I have a lot of friends who are on the left <laughs> and you still, know, yeah, no, not really. No, not really. They, now they, that was what I was going to get to when you said still, no, not really. Actually, a lot of them have said, yeah, they said the same thing I said. They said, dude, I can't fucking stand with what's going on over there right now. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, we got we to gotta purge that, that side of it. The, the, the ideals of that, of, so, of, of leftism, um, I don't know if that's the right way, but like. There's a liberal thinking. The liberal thinking, the ideals of it make it sense, great. right? Yeah. But the problem is, is that a lot of it doesn't translate to real life. Do you, uh, do you follow Dave Rubin at all? He, he's he's actually really interesting. He's on the wait. Podcast. I don't know. Do I or not? What's uh, he do? Uh, he he's a, like a political pundit, uh, conservative. He used to be very very left leaning. He considers really? himself a classical uh, liberal. He's really interesting. He used to be very left leaning. He calls them lefties, and now he's yeah. kind of transitioned over this conservative side. Yeah. He wrote a book called uh, "Don't Burn This Book." Okay. And he talks. Oh, about, I saw that book. It's a good book. We okay. had him on the podcast, and he's very fascinating because he actually goes line by line. And breaks down each of these thoughts from uh, being transsexual and multiple genders to homosexuality to uh, cancel culture. And he breaks down all of the issues and how destructive this far left leaning uh, ideology it yeah. is and how how bad and, and how rough of a road it's going to be if we embrace these as mainstream ideals. Well. Which is what we're doing at I mean, this point. Well, it's shifting it's, it's more being attempted. Well, I yeah. guess that's yeah. true. That's what we see, I think see, we're going right? to see a, the snapback of the rubber band pretty soon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, it's, it's easy to attack. Like you said, I think there, there is good intent and there's good, like, you know, there's some good heart behind some of the left side. No, no, no. I, I think I that's the whole problem with them. But The whole but problem don't is work. their hearts are bigger than their brains. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's dude, the problem. Dude, I, so I, I, was, I told you about the two old, older people that I was talking to over the weekend. Yeah. Right? And so, like, the one of them, she was like... But DJ, like, we got to take care of the kids. Like, we got to give resources to those kids out there. I'm like, yeah, okay, so listen, that, that sounds great, right? But shouldn't the point be is to where they're, they're, we don't have organizations that do that? Like, shouldn't that be the goal is to not have that? And we don't, not, we don't get to that point by keep doing it. We get to that point by, by changing who we're, who we're talking to. I heard a quote, and it was, it was something like, if, if, you're, if you're a conservative when you're younger, you have no heart. 
if you're a liberal when you're older, you have no brain. Yeah. Mm. Something like that. I've heard that too. Yeah. That's yeah. deep. <laughs> Dude, look, man. And and that that's a whole nother thing. Like all of you guys who are conservative out there, you have to realize these people who are opposing you and arguing with you and canceling you and fighting with you, um, they think that they're correct and they think they're morally right. Mm. And you know, that morally that moral superiority complex that that the left seems to have is amplified by the media. But when you have a talk with someone in real life, usually those people, they actually have conservative values. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing is they're, vo- they're either voicing something that they believe is an injustice, okay, which I can get down with. There's sure. lots of injustices. Of course, all the time. Yeah, and we got to fix them. Or they're doing it because their friends at work will not let them say anything else. And that's not okay. You know, you know when, when we're getting fired for, for you know, saying like, I'm not going to post a black square uh, in my Instagram because I know that the funding goes to um, Marxist, uh, basically, initiatives. Money la- yeah, money laundering. Yeah, fucking. money laundering and, and uh, you know, uh, police violence and or violence against the police. I misspoke there. Um, and all these things that it funds when it doesn't actually go to black people. And you, you're aware of that, right? Like I was, right? But then you get trashed, and you get you get told that we're never shopping with you, or we're never going to support you, and you're a piece of shit. When in reality, now it's pretty much common knowledge that I was correct, right? So we have to get to a point where we're able to recognize these little things that 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 these powerful people are trying to do to us to get us fucking pissed off at each other. That's a really good point. I yeah. think just being aware of the motives. Yeah. Like, what is the motive? Then that gives you the idea of, okay, well, how do I act based on what I know their intentions yeah. and motives are? Dude, I don't take anything for face value. No, you no. can't. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Because you're being lied, misled, and All, everything and, and else, that's, and pitted and, against each other. Bro, and that's the problem. It's like Americans and, and a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of people right now on the left and the right, they are putting an unreasonable or unearned amount of trust into people who are fundamentally bad people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's a reasonable thought for us to think the government has our best interests in mind. You would hope that it's would be It's a reasonable the case. thought. Sure. Yeah. It's a reasonable thought. And, and the fact that we're, like, when we see these people on the media, like, just blatantly fucking lying to us, which we see every fucking day, multiple times a day, uh, painting perspectives to be something that they aren't, which we see multiple times a day, every day. When we see all these things happening, you know, you have to remember, like, I think a lot of people in America right now are thinking like, no, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way this could really be. Andy, you're conspiracy theorist. Mm -hmm. There's no way. I mean, dude, I've had people telling me that. Like, no, there is a way. And it's because these people don't think like you. Yeah. And so this this mentality that all these people think like us is actually what's creating the scenario. Right. Like, guys, I hate to break it to you, man. Not everybody's good. Well, did you see that any of that uh, Epstein documentary that oh, came yeah. out? Yeah. I saw that, and I'm like... Jesus Christ. I mean, I saw a couple episodes of it. And this is one of the most fucking connected dudes in a fucking planet. I, I mean, was blown... Like, just to see what was happening, I'm like, holy shit. I had no idea there were human beings like that. Bro, that's what that's I'm saying. crazy. But that... But the... Pro- you know why? <laughs> why they got to keep this woman alive is because... There's so many more of those motherfuckers. And I'm not saying just child abusers, molesters, rapists, killers. I'm not just saying that. I'm saying that it's a a reflection of the mentality. Other people are there to serve them Mm -hmm. regardless of what aspect we're talking about serving them. It could be a total, like, dude, those women that did that with him, that he fucking fucked up their whole lives by being a dirty old fuck. bro. He doesn't think twice about that. No. Like, you guys got to understand this. Those kind of people. They don't have that level They don't of feel guilt. No. They, like, dude, that, that girl or that 15-year-old girl or 12-year-old girl, whatever the fuck, he, that's just a piece of fucking meat mm-hmm. served to, to serve him. Right. There's no humanizing there. And people don't see, because people can't relate how, yeah, how that's that even a work. possibility because they're not they like that, it. they start to deny that it's the truth. When, the when, other, all, when all the evidence that's available points to that being the truth. 
The other thing I know that we do is we put people on pedestals they don't belong. Yeah. Right. Like I've I've even experienced that. Like I I was down I was I was just taking a little mini vacation with my family a couple of weeks ago and somebody had stopped me on the street. And I'm like, oh bro, I love everything you say. And I was very flattered and grateful that they tuned in. Yeah, yeah. And then they said, Oh, but like we talked for a little while. I was like, oh, you're just a regular dude. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like just because you hear me on a podcast or you yeah. hear me talking with people that you also admire and respect. Don't put me on some pedestal and think no. that I'm perfect, that I yeah. have everything figured out, because then you're giving too much of your own authority yeah. to me. Yeah. I don't Absolutely. deserve that. And you need to be careful of doing that. Dude, I, I get it. I get it every day. You know, people, people, they think because you've been successful in one area that you're just as successful in all areas, yeah. which isn't always true. In fact, most of the time it's not true. Right. And that's why, you know, I, 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 I take the opposite road of what most, like, I guess, I don't know what you personalities take right. or influence, influence whatever or personality, the whatever the term is. Yeah. Right. I, I, I try to like, let people know like, Hey dude, uh, this shit is just as hard for me as it is for you. I fucking mm -hmm. hate it. That's why people resonate with yeah. you. Though. But, but, but dude, that's just me letting go of my ego. Cause mm -hmm. I can very easily, the easy ego move would be. Yeah, dude, I'm the fucking man. Have it all figured like, out. You don't have what I have, blah, blah, blah. But that's just not the truth. Mm -hmm. And all these other motherfuckers that you all know, they ain't got no shit that you don't have either. I promise you, because I know them all. Right. Not one of them. Now, they'll come in when I first, some of these dudes have been so big in life that they think like they're going to come in and I'm going to be like, oh, this guy's Jesus. No, I fucking <laughs> see right through that shit, bro. Yeah. All these dudes are the same. And that's the big, that's the biggest lie being told right now in society, especially on Instagram, is that people have this like superhuman ability that other people don't have. Mm -hmm. Like I remember thinking like when, back when I was, you know, 16, 17, I knew I wanted to be successful and I knew I would do it in business. Um, but I always thought of it like it was a lottery, right? Like, am I going to get to be one of the guys mm -hmm. that gets to do it? But at, now looking back, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with your ability to wake up and execute regardless of how you feel that day. And that's yeah, it. Yeah, because everybody feels like crap That's a lot. right. No, and dude, I just said that yesterday. Uh, all the great things that have ever been accomplished have been accomplished by tired men. Mm -hmm. tired yeah, women. I heard you say that. Everything. So we have to start understanding there is no magic out there, guys. You got to stop searching for it. You got to stop putting people up on pedestals. You got to stop letting people blatantly lie to you. It, it's just fucking wrong and it hurts society. And, and, and I, I uh, on a positive note, I think it's cool because I feel like everybody is sort of waking up maybe slowly, but man, I've had so many guys that w would identify as hardcore Republican or hardcore mm -hmm. left. And they're like, dude, fuck all this shit. Yeah. We're about America. And everybody's starting to be like, damn dude, we're about America. We're about America, you know? And the ideals it should be. Dude, is America perfect? No, it's not. It never will be. It never will be perfect. Never. And because we can always do better, just like you'll, that's why I always tell people, I'm not successful, dude. I'm working to be. Yeah. You know, and that's what America needs too. It needs the attitude of we're working to be. And a lot of people will get mad and say, well, I've been waiting a long time. Well, you know what, man? This is a process. That's reality. And I think that the lesson that's been learned through all of this shit that started back in February with us is that, dude, we got bad leadership mm -hmm. across the board. And some of us are going to have to fucking make a change in our lives and start fixing the fucking problem. Yeah. You know, like there's, I like the, I like what you're saying about it's, it's just a work in progress. I, I had posted something about, I don't know if it was the pledge of allegiance or national anthem. And somebody said, Oh man, I can't believe, you know, you, dissed on the national anthem and the Pledge of Allegiance. And I said, you know, it says liberty and justice for all. They said something. And that hasn't happened. I'm like, yeah, maybe not like I, maybe not like perfectly. Yeah. I, I can, I can succeed. Yeah. That, yeah. Like, for sure. Yeah. But a pledge is a promise. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's fulfilled. Yeah. It just means that I promise to work towards that. Right. And I think America has done it better than any country that has ever existed on the face of the earth. That does not mean it's perfect. That does not mean it's free of any blemishes or injustices. Yeah. It just means that we need to keep working towards it because we've pledged to do it. Dude, I could see, you know, I, I could like, because a lot of black Americans have that viewpoint, the, the viewpoint of, 
well, you guys celebrate Independence yeah. Day, but that wasn't, you know, for us. Or you celebrate this, and that wasn't for us because not everybody was free. I can understand that. I feeling. get it. I, I totally it. understand that. But but the, also it created the opportunity. Correct. For us to do that. Right. Because it the truth a move is, in the right direction. If you go look at any other country in the world, it's worse than us. Totally. And if you go over to Africa and look, it's really fucked up. All right. There's still slave trade in Libya every fucking day. There's still humans bought and sold every fucking day in Libya. Every day. Right now. We as Americans have done, we have to be able to acknowledge it. We've mm-hmm. done a great job at becoming better. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to pull the plug now and burn it the fuck down. Right. We need to learn our lesson and say, yeah. all right, the next thing we clean up. Here's step number two yeah, or whatever, right? Or here's yeah. step number one. Get yeah. rid of these motherfuckers that have made a career out of ruling us and robbing us. And then we'll get back to the ability to move forward again. Well, I just think, I think honestly, when you look at what these politicians are doing, again, on both sides of the aisle, it's it's a de-evolution, right? Absolutely. We're not evolving in the, in the right way. We're devolving into something that we moved away from in 1776. That's right. Or at least we took a step well, away dude, from. Ryan, that's people's greed, right? Like, it, it, like, dude, look, everything sounds good when you ain't got nothing, mm-hmm. okay? And you're like, fuck yeah, dude. When I get in that office, I'm going to fucking do it. Except when you get in the office, now all of a sudden everybody that's there that you thought you hated they're coming up to you and they're saying, hey, man, congrats. Yeah. If you need this, this is the guy to call. Little, yeah. If you need that, this is the guy. And they have their own little fucking thing going on in there. You guys mm-hmm. got to understand this. This is why you don't see Republicans coming out and fucking attacking the Democrats that are letting their cities burn. Mm-hmm. That's why. Because, dude, they're all in the special interest together. All and like- they all look after each other. And, dude, and I'm not saying, like, let's storm and overthrow the government. But I think that Trump is the best chance we have to fix what's going on. That's the truth. And that's not me, like, sucking his ball. Everybody's like, oh, dude, you fucking suck Trump's nuts. Got something on your chin No, there. man. <laughs> I'm just saying he's the guy that represents the least of the yeah. qualities of both the right and the left. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a moderate. Dude, he's very, you know, I don't know, man. I'm just so, I'm so ready for people to start thinking and to start understanding what America is supposed to be and start voting for that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, bro, I love America. You know what I'm saying? There's no reason for me to not love it. Do I get hurt sometimes by some of the shit that I see? Yeah, dude, it makes me disappointed. It makes me disgusted with some of the things, mainly the media and the politics right now. I think if we had a fucking honest view of the people, the people are pretty fucking good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do we have some fucked up people? Yeah, dude, we do. That's just why we need a system to regulate it. Well, and a lot of that stuff, here's the funny thing is like, you see, like even with um, uh, injustices from police officers, right? And and unnecessary violence and people get upset about it and they should, they should. Yeah. And also the system's working. Yeah. Right? Like this, like those people are being brought to justice. The system. I'm not saying it's not never going to happen, but it seems to me that at this point, we're actually doing a pretty good job of bringing those individuals to justice. Well, the only only caveat to that, though, Ryan, though, is that, yeah, the system's there, the system's in place, but we got people in that system who don't let it work. And and prime examples is like what's going on with George Floyd, right? That AG in in, in Minneapolis, he's a Democrat. He he purposefully upgraded that man's charge, mm -hmm. that that police officer, and now he's not going to get uh, convicted for that. Yeah, because of uh, uh, something he charged they can't him with the wrong, on. right, with crime. the wrong crime. Right. So I mean, yeah, we have a system there in place, but until we start holding the people who have to make sure that system works accountable and get pieces of shit like that AG out, it's going to keep happening. Well, not not only that, then you look at vetting with police officers and tra- training requirements mm-hmm. that they're not getting. Yeah. Bro, it's not going to real, gonna help by this defunding be a it. Simple problem to fix. I said it on episode forty four or forty five. Mm-hmm. This is fucking real simple. We have an $800 billion military budget. We have uh, a 45, what is it? 40, like 40. 45 billion police budget. We could take a hundred billion from the military budget, put it into the police budget, get them the training, get them the equipment, get them higher payroll to attract better people. And we would fucking fix the police system in fucking three years. But dude, we can't get, we can't, it doesn't even have to be from the military. There's, it could be from anywhere, but I'm just saying the police are underfunded, not overfunded. And, exactly. And, that's and it's the only getting worse. That's correct. And we have to work to create a, a, a system 
to where we're going to attract good people into it. Like, right, dude, when I grew up, being a police officer was super honorable. Oh, like, yeah. Like, dude, if you're if my buddy's dad was a cop, you looked at him like he was oh, awesome. he was something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's not the case anymore. And regardless of the issues, right, you could argue the facts because the facts don't really point to any of the shit anybody's saying anyway. Mm -hmm. That's the truth. OK, nobody likes to talk about that because it's uncomfortable. But let's just take it and say, OK, we could all agree that being a police officer is not desirable. So if it's not desirable, how are we going to get good people to do the job? You see what I'm saying? Mm. So we have to make that position a, a desirable position, an honorable position again. And we have to do so by paying them more, by creating a system where they can be in control of their pay scale, meaning. You could come in when you're 21 years old or whatever. I don't know. What is it? How old? 21. 21. All right. Yeah. You can come in and you're 21. And by the time you're 35 or 30, you could be making 250 grand a year as a cop. How many motherfuckers would join then? Oh, yeah. And then, and then you make their incentives. Um, you know, hey, you got to hit this training and that training and this training, training. and that training. And you got to have a great record. Yes. Okay. Now, dude, now we have a totally different scenario. Now we have great people fighting for an in-demand job. Right. Which now not everybody gets it. Right. But like, dude, why is that not being discussed? Right. Because I'm going right. to tell you right now, I'm a fucking dumbass from Missouri and I can see that. So what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, this would be an easy problem to solve if we just had some people that actually wanted to solve it, which we don't. Right. So, dude, thanks for coming down on the show, man. This awesome has been an awesome here. conversation. I think people are really going to like it. Uh, tell people where they can find you and basically what, you know, what your deal is. Cause yeah. we didn't really hit that in the beginning. And a lot of people, you know, obviously the show's grown since the last time. It has. Been so we, we should have done this in the beginning, but yeah, but it's all right. Yeah. I, I just enjoy the conversations. Me too, brother. I, I mean, ultimately I, I just want to give men the tools they need. That's yeah. it. You know, whatever they want to do. If, if, if they want to be a father, I want to help them be a more engaged father. If they want to be a business owner. I want to, I want to connect them with people. I want to have conversations with men like yourself so they can learn. Yeah. from guys who are successful in that route. If they want to serve in their communities, if they want to get strong, like whatever their thing is, my job is to create all the resources and conversations and everything available to do that. So where can people find you? Orderofman.com okay. or order of man, wherever you listen to this podcast and you'll find us. Yep. And uh, man, we've had, it's been awesome. I could not have imagined five, five and a half years ago, whatever it was, it being where it is today, which is just a testament to, you know, I feel like I've done some things right. But it's also a testament to how much this message is needed and how, how men need to be served in this way. And it just wasn't available before. No, bro, you're doing great work. Thank you, man. I mean, this is, uh, I love having you on. I love our, our, our conversations. And I wish we could do it more often. Yeah. I think people are really going to resonate with this conversation and I want to be able to find you. So make sure you guys support Ryan. He, he's doing good work. He's a great man. He's one of the best guys I know for real. And, uh, Go to orderman.com, subscribe to his podcast, listen to it. It's always good stuff. Um, and, and give my man some support because he's doing good work. So, um, guys, that's the show. Um, remember, if you like the show, pay the fee. You know what the fee is. Just, you know, spread the word a little bit. And uh, we'll see you next time. Told my teacher, dumb bitch, I'm going to get millions. Watch this. In the project living. Spoke it till existence.